Modern Fly Podcast. Oh, some 1976 Japanese jazz going down in here. Oh, oh, oh. Get funky with it, y'all. Dude, that, that was funky. That is banging. God, so spicy. Oh. Feeling that. We were all three dancing. I know. Uh, that just was... to paint a picture for you guys. That, that was... That's funky. Your crew. It's called dancing. Painted Paradise. So you need to beam that to me. That that's the jam. Take episode, a screenshot of that, dude. Episode five. Hit five in the book. Wow. Oh, five already. Books. Modern Put, Fly Podcast, episode five. Yep. Putting it on the tape, as they say. <laughs> in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> put, put it on the tape. Put it on the tape. Put it on the tape. Okay, before we get going, I'm gonna say one thing. Mm. This is for the masses. It's for mm. the masses. For the people. Peeps. It's for the people. Guys, I want you guys to understand something. On this podcast, we're, we're human. We, we have real feelings. We have real emotions. Okay? And what we say on this podcast, by no means, is... is uh, it's in, not gospel. Yeah. It's, this is not written in stone. Okay? Um, we... If you have things you want to discuss or we have made an error in something that we have said, email us. Some of y'all know our phone number, so you can text us. <laughs> yeah, or call us. That's right? fine. And it's uh, Modern Fly. No, it's Modern yeah. Fly Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. shoot us an email because here's the deal. We're not setting out to intentionally hurt anyone's feelings or ruffle anyone's feelings. Not that we've done that, but I'm just saying we're, we're not here to do that. This is lighthearted. This is fun. Yeah. And in case that happens or, or did happen, we're sorry about your feels. Yeah. And we just want to talk about fly fishing and Sasquatch. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, it's just us three guys talking about their perspective on fly fishing. Um, that has been shaped by, uh, our experiences. And so, you know, someone's agreeance or disagreeance with our perspective and, and school of thought is not representative of our willingness or interest in fishing with someone or being welcoming to them on the river or on the lake or the pond or wherever it may be. Sure. Um, you know, you two dudes know me pretty well and I'm a firm believer that civil discourse is, uh, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? Get him out of here. You know, <laughs> civil discourse, I think, is is one of the key uh, ingredients to having true enlightenment and understanding of how you feel and think about the world. And um, I think we're all interested in, in engaging in topics that are at times challenging to our own uh, way of thinking about it and hopefully either coming out on the the other side of that, either thinking differently or, or really solidified and like, no, man, I, I definitely feel the way I feel. And like, I, I'm glad we walked through that, but, um, and that's still where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's that's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But we're just three dudes. So without saying that, the debauchery will not stop. It definitely will. (laughs) No, this, this is going to (laughs) continue. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just three if dudes not, enjoying uh, this fly fishing journey from their own perspective uh, stances and uh, the way we take them in personally, and uh, we like to share it and be dorks with yeah. each other. And the thing about it is what's really cool about this space is 
you you get we want the feedback and we'll respond to that feedback but here's the thing i don't want to have to respond negatively to your feedback right like if you have something cool to say you have a a a product you like or a fly or a technique by all means man share it with us we love to talk about it or send us your phone number we'll put you on we'll call you on we'll call you on the podcast we'll call you right now we'll put you on you'll be live yeah be live oh yeah yeah so uh, with saying that, um, we're going to try some new stuff today, oh. some rando stuff. We did oh, already. We, we already got that sweet tunes in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was so good. Listen to Euro, you, man. If, man, if you're cool. not on point with the Japanese jazz, you need to get on that level. Apparently. You I just to, got schooled. You need to get on that, that level. stuff is amazing. Listen. Come on. There's this really wonderful human being. Um. And like, he's this crazy, uh, just like look into his name. His name is Derek Gee, G E E. Find him on on any of the you Japanese. Uh, mm, he is Asian. Okay. I, was, I couldn't God, tell I, you if he's. I understand. Don't know. Yep. I, I don't want to make any assumptions. Uh, but dude, he he's got pod class or. Podcast. Yes, he, he has a podcast, but he also has playlists that he's curated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Spotify and Apple Music, and uh, he's just this like uber freak audiophile, Got and it. of like all of all crazy stuff from like that's the dude you want to take a road trip with, bro, listen to his playlist, right? Bro. Yeah, and like sleeper hip hop stuff that like even if you feel like you're in the know of backdoor hip hop, you have you've never heard of any of the things this dude's talking about, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like makes super rad content, really, really wonderful playlists. Hmm. And I've learned about, about a lot about Japanese jazz, uh, from this cat. Well, I'm, I'm going to hear to tell you because, uh, I just having Krista around, like I picked up some, not her sad, like man hating music, but, but <laughs> <laughs> like some of the, the cool, like indie stuff she listens to. I you're, like, you're into that. I mean, Saturday was spicy. Well, we we had um, we had some Fujis on. We had some Fujis, some Erica Badu. We had um, some Lauren Hill. We had some Nappy Roots. Yeah. Oh, playing in the shop. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot yeah. of work to do. So uh, yeah. Sounds like it. Music. We did. Music. Good. We smashed. Yeah, yeah, it was good, dude. We we had some good some good tunes going on. And what's kind of cool though. When you're watching these fly fishing videos with no audio on the TV, but just the tunes playing, they seem a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> you're not lying. Right? Yeah, Dude, yeah. You're not lying. <laughs> yeah. Like when you don't hear them talking, but you got some Erica Badu in the background, like it, it just makes the video much better. It's so, Jill yeah, Scott. it's drawing you in now. And some Jill. I yeah. threw on an Outcast album forgetting what actually happened inside of that Outcast album. And luckily, uh, Dan remembered like three bars into the first track on the album. It was like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah. We got to turn that off. I had to, I had to walk over it. Mm, <laughs> volume down. Down and down. Yeah. Was down that on the first off. album? Yes. Southern Catalytic Flavor. That, that album? No, no, no. That no, one? No, Oh, it wasn't that one? Okay. Because there's a song album. on there that. That's the, that, that album is fire. Yeah, it is. That is fire. That's, that's no, my favorite the Stankonia one. Stankonia album. Oh, okay. Which no, you know that's way later. You know what that intro was, though, too, yep. which is not necessarily... We will not mention. Yeah. 
things. I'm going to tell you right now. So from the Dungeon Crew. Yeah. Right. I'm a Goody Mob fan. Hey. Yeah. Same. I'm a, I'm a Goody Mob. I'm yeah. talking about the whole Goody Mob. Good Mo. Yeah. Yeah, love me some Goody Mob. We were talking about, well, we were talking about like with Outcast and Nappy and CeeLo and like that Southern, oh, I don't, a lot, there was a time in the Atlanta scene I wasn't a fan of some of those cats, but. Right, right. There was a weird breakover period. Like yeah, there's there was. kind of a weird period in between like, the whole outcast dungeon family, Goody Mob, that whole crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Lil John took over. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, there was yes, a, there was like a that transition. And even before gonna... that, you had like <clears throat> Jermaine Dupree. Right. You know, you had his whole evolution of his deal. So I mean, yeah, it's cool. And I, I always look at it like to me, I don't fly fish with earbuds in or anything. But I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. Music. Music. Man, I, I I sometimes do listen to. I haven't uh, tried it yet. With it. Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. I like to. It, it's like my bike rides. You know, I, I like to split it. Here you go. Here you go. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this going. I like to start out w- with some music, set the vibe for the ride. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. See, that's. That's, That's that so uh, My old boy from the point, but I'm from Southwest. And <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, like that, man, mm-hmm. that album. That brings yeah. you back, Dan. Yeah. Soul Food album. Yeah, that, yeah, it's fine. That Soul Food album. Yeah. Brings yeah, you is. back. I just haven't. So I've been on a couple boats where, you know, we turn the tunes on and, and fish. And it's good. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good vibe, right? It's just historically... I haven't tossed the earbuds yeah. in and, and fished before. Mainly, I think sometimes, especially if I'm like trout fishing or something, I just listen to the to the stream, to the river, or yep. the stream or whatever. Yep. But I don't know. I might have to give that a shot. Yeah, I, I'm all over the place with it. So I'd say 50% of the time I'm just listening to nature and the other half I'm listening to whatever's in my ears. And full disclosure, I'm also listening for a squatch. Uh, yeah, you have to be, keep your head on the swivel, bubble. Okay, <laughs> around here, gotta, you never know what's gonna go down. I gotta check my six. <laughs> I gotta check my six. Yeah. Also, uh-huh. I got small ear holes, so my <laughs> earbuds don't like stay in. Oh, uh, you got to get the the small adapter. Well, the, so they come with those different sizes. Needs, like, the mic, the micro. I got the, the I, mic, yeah the iPod Pros. They have the little ball like barely, on it. Just, yeah, yeah. just enough to cover the plastic. Yeah, I have. Yeah, the, yeah, and it yeah. those fit well, but if I turn wrong, I think it's game over. It just it falls. I pops out. Small ear holes. There's dude. this really yeah. rad new walkie-talkie that was designed for the cycling industry. That's wireless, and it's the mic is always on, and it's seriously like this big, but it also works as a Bluetooth speaker. So you wear it around your neck? No, you wear it on the strap of your, the, of your helmet. Oh, okay. So it's bumping for you. Some tunes right there. Yeah. And it just like smashes tunes. And then, but you can like holler at your boy in the pellet, you know, like it was designed for pro cyclists. Yeah. Because they all wear walkie talkies. Cause the, oh, so they can communicate with because the, the team car is always and, telling. Yeah, car, yeah. Okay. Anyways. It, so it was like, oh, well, let's make something where guys like can just communicate. Cause unless you're. Like, you know, literally shoulder to shoulder with a guy kind of sucks to try to talk to him. Yeah. And you may be, you know, we may be on a ride and like I may be a quarter of a mile up from Mm -hmm. you or whatever because you hit a wall back there and 
I don't know. And then, yeah. or vice versa, you know, yeah. My, yeah. my chunky butts like fell off the end. I'm like, Oh God, yeah. you guys, you gotta go slow down. But anyway, that was super rad. And I was like, man, it's so small in his Bluetooth capabilities. I was like, man, that'd be rad to like clip on a jacket or whatever with your boys on the river. Well, uh, yeah, and like I'm wondering if like with that kind of dimensions, like what kind of battery power is involved in this thing? Oh, I bet it'd be no different than your, your AirPods. Yeah, those yeah. things last forever. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They're able to do some cool stuff. Yeah, and I'm not kidding you, dude. It's literally like this long, and it's like, so I'm talking it's like, like thin. It's two inches by like a you know a centimeter, you know, yeah, in yeah. width. They're they look super cool. They're not out yet. I just saw the release in the Kickstarter uh, program. Hmm. They're not. Cheap. We're not going to post that in the notes, y'all. No, no, <laughs> it's only it, it, they're just releasing that. So ah, but. it's the new new. It would be, I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking of the different things you could, I mean, you could use that in a fishing situation. Like if you're on the river mm-hmm. and your buddy's like way on way down, down there and yep. you holler at him or whatever. It's like, I found him. Come on. Like Squatch is here. Get down here. Get down. Yeah. We're getting some tying material. <laughs> yeah. Hey dude, I just, I, murked, I took him out, man. I just murked a Squatch. I threw a rock on him. <laughs> Or I'm getting murked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, talk about getting murked. So I went fishing. Uh, what is today? Wait, it was last wait, week. wait, yeah. wait, wait. Before you move on, mm-hmm. I would be remiss if I didn't say we want to send thoughts and prayers to the families in Tennessee from the school shooting today. The Nashville shooting. To absolutely. So we and Lord be with us. It's a terrible incident. Hopefully more information will develop, but we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers to those, those families that was impacted by that. So for sure. Nasty deal. Yeah. Thanks Dan. Um, I I brought brought it down. Yeah. Well, I only did that because I didn't want to forget. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Okay. Jerk. Never mind. I'm not going to tell my okay, story. Back to you getting mounted by a Sasquatch, right? Like that it's was... not a Squatch, Dan. Oh, okay. It's oh. not. It's, it's, it, but he has a name. What is it? Frank the Tank. Is that your alter ego? Kind of seem that way. This guy over here, I'll tell you what. So I go to this fishery down here near me, right? Huh? And Frank the Tank's always there. Yeah. Is this a human? No. Oh, okay. Frank oh. the Tank is a giant white pelican. It oh. seems to be like a resident of this area of river that I'm fishing it's a lot. Dirty pelicans. So <laughs> I've been there, I don't know, about a dozen times now. And the dude's always there. So I'll wade in and dude flies off all pissed off. I'm like, man, he just frankly does not want me here, does he? No, you're, you're he, in he his zone. So I'll get to fish him. <clears throat> and uh, and then he, he, he'll go back to his roost. I'm like, oh, well, he just frankly doesn't care if I'm here anymore. And the tank part, I got, this dude will straight try to freaking dive bomb my ass sometimes. Yeah, he'll like have a, a bad day. A full on a, a like American a, white pelican, the big ones. And this dude, I mean, he doesn't like, he gets real close. He's like, you know, like blue jays yeah, swooping yeah. down on you and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's a big, tank. That's a big bird. Dude. That's a very big bird. So t- tell me this. Mm. Okay, I'm tell out me, on that. Tell me this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pelicans. I'll tell you one thing about Frank, though. I can watch Frank because I can see him as I'm driving down to my parking area, and Frank will let me know if the fishing is going to be good because if Frank is sitting up on his roost. He's watching. The fishing ain't going to be good. But if 
if Frank is in the water fishing, the fishing's oh, usually yeah. pretty good. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're in a landlocked state. Uh-huh. Okay. Why do I have a white pelican here? No, I get birds go wherever they want. They have wings. They go wherever they want, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on this true. I'm on this lake. And there is a locally. Yeah. Okay. A massive flock of pelicans. Massive. Flock. What just landed on the lake? No, they were just chilled out there. Okay. Yeah. It, it's some low areas out there. They were they were everywhere. Uh-huh. And you know, me, I'm like, why are they here? What are you doing? This is this is Oklahoma. California's way better. Go to the coast. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my lake. Okay. Well, so here here's the deal. You want this so shed. Here, here's the deal of the old American the old uh did you American it? white pelican. They're migrational patterns, right? Mm-hmm. In the oh, winter, the they Googler. go. In the winter, they go to the Gulf of Mexico, California, and Mexico. During the spring, they migrate to their summer nesting areas in the Great Plains and in the Great Basin. Hmm. The white pelicans migrate oh, February through March, and then again in October through November. So you're seeing them right now because. He's yeah. They're he's supposed still to be. chilling. They're coming this way. He's mm. all right. And this is where they make the magic happen. The Great Plains. Ah, it's so great sexy Plains around here in the it? Great Basin. Yeah. So, huh. there you go. That's uh, where old Frank the Tank's there, huh? Uh, Frank the Tank's looking for a lady. He is. Well, he's and about he to did, get a catch a fly in his wing. If you can see closer, <laughs> he's going to catch a gamakatsu. So I guarantee it. That poor guy. Uh, that oh, doesn't dude. sound like a good time. No. So, real quick. Just a quick gear review. I installed the decked truck drawer system. Yeah, my, you're a fan. In his my truck. truck. Yeah. You know, oh, I, we need to go you won't keep, I need to look you at keep that. talking yeah. about it. So that's how I know you're a fan. Well, I, I just want the people to know that. I want to share. You. Show and got, tell. I remember, got this cool thing. No, no, no. You remember how we, show talked and before, tell. how we talked before and we were like, is this stuff practical or do we just want it because it's cool? Yeah, no, the, yeah. the deck the deck system is not only practical, it's also incredibly reasonably priced. Yeah, it, it's it is reasonably priced yeah. and it is super functional. And it's easy to install. Yeah, which it's is easy. unbelievable. Yeah, because they say that and you're like, is it? But yeah. no, it really is. Yeah, no, it, it is easy to install. So I just want to let you guys know if anybody wants to check it out, hit me up, whatever, you can come check it out. It's it's really easy to install. Um and if you're looking to like free up your back seat. Right, their game. Yeah. Now, the only thing that I will say, <clears throat> you're gonna lose some depth, depth of your bed, yeah, your truck bed for sure. But your game, but it holds 900. What is it? A 900 pound, I think, weight limit on the top of that thing. 2,000. Oh, okay. The so payload. Yeah, the yeah. payload on the top. 2,000 pounds. Oh, then who cares? Yeah. So you can pile whatever. Yeah. And Just I strap it down better. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I was going to lose, like it was going to cover up my... Wheel well? No, my, uh, what do you call it? Where you put your strap hooks. Your hook. Yeah, your oh, your yeah, hook yeah. connection. Your gear, oh, yeah, your, 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 your D-link. No, D-link. it's, it's they're, they're exposed T- still. Tur- turns out they thought that through. Of course they did. And you can buy like these... <laughs> Good engineering there. You can buy these additional ones that mm-hmm. go onto the top that you can lash more stuff down to. And you can also get... Because they because Decked bought Cargo Slide. So oh, yeah. Cargo Slide. Yeah. So there's that yep. Deck version Cargo Slide yeah. that mounts onto the top. Or if the I, bottom. 
Or just by itself. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Right. Or by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they make one to specifically. They make a, a model now that mounts to. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, those the things deck. are those things are and they're stout. I've seen yeah. contractors use them, and they'll they'll mount like vices to them and all kinds yeah. of you know just do work. So I will say it's more like a, <clears throat> it's it's like a a cooler Rat Pack. But yeah, and the drawers are are deeper oh, than yeah. you think. Like, yeah, I think they last longer than a Rat Pack too. I mean, Rat Pack that I've seen them. I've bought them used and stuff, and there's always a lot of corrosion and stuff and things like that. I've never heard of that. What yeah. is that? Really? It's like a oh, utility it, drawer system. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're, they're a, a metal one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, kind of the uh, OG decked. <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah. It really is. And they yep. still sell them. Like, they there's do. a lot of, um, I mean, oil and gas is huge. Uh, do you, mm-hmm. Utility industries. Uh, Pl- plumbers, uh, mm-hmm. irrigation technicians. Yeah, yeah that world. Yep. Yep. But Got this it. one here, I mean, you can... I mean, you can go deep in the accessories. Oh, I know. I only went one deep, which I got the D bag. You got the D bag. That makes sense. No pun you. intended. Pun definitely intended. Is that, oh, was that say D bag? Oh, I got to get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that's a, how that happened. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to think like, I'm wondering if Yeti, a loadout box would fit in there. I doubt it. The Is it too tall? Are, the new ones are so deep, dude. Yeah, they're too tall. Then yeah. I don't know. I got one in my garage. I'm going to stuff it in there and see if it'll... It's an older one. The old 30. I, it might be a 30. That was the original one. Now oh. you got the 15 and Load the 60. Loadout box? What is that? Oh. Uh, Where have you... Grayson. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, now there's a whole system because the 60 Maybe. just came out and the 15 and the 30 and the 15 uh, sit on is top of the Go 60. Is it called Box? Yeti loadout go box. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that, there it is. All right, guys. They make it in a bright orange now, which is right up your alley. Yeah, it is. Look at that. Yeah, Chuck it's called chow. King Crab Orange. Yes, it is. I, I know that is a fact. <laughs> See, there's, there's a Josh spitting more truth right there. The King Crab, bro. Yeah, King Crab. I and I think it's very close to the new Hunter Orange Turtle Box color. Which excites me because then I could run the whole King Crab line with the Turtle Box. Look pretty rad. I think they need to come out with a Grayson Orange. That's what they should do. What do you think of this purple that he just dropped? This the, plum, the Nordic purple, the plum. That is, <laughs> it's called Nordic purple. That I believe is pretty darn plum. <laughs> that is plum. Well, that's plum awesome. Dude, I got a virus. Oh, don't do that. It's Windows PowerShell. It, it I deleted it and it's just it somehow it doesn't like Chrome and it it'll close it and open it whenever it wants. So That's disappointing. I ran a scan on my computer. That's why I always use Macs, dude. Sorry PC. I I, I love you, but this is frustrating. Hey, them viruses. So, yeah, viruses. All right. Well, let's see here. So if anybody's like a computer Guru, holla at your boy. Help me. And, yeah. <laughs> Help me. The the palace of war has it, been infiltrated. Holla at your boy. And, hackers. Uh, yeah, we need, we need... Man, that was a great movie, by the way. Yeah. Did anyone else love that movie? Yeah. Hackers? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that movie. That's a good one. Yeah. Jeez. With my Napster running in my bedroom. <laughs> right. Just smashing. Golly. Daydreaming. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but some fishing related cool coming down. We've got the old fly fishing film tour coming to town here in two Saturdays. Yeah, April 8th. 
April yeah, 8th. That's super fast. Yeah, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. We've got a pile of cool stuff uh, for some raffles. I'll have the Adipose parked out front. Um, you can go get that? I'll have it then. Nice. That'll be a good he excuse will. for me to go clean it and go get it. Yeah, yep. he'll, he'll yep. get it there. Uh, no, I'm, I got to go get it. And right. Then, yeah, I know. I get you. And I'm thinking, you t- tell me what you think, because you guys aren't, you guys are honest. Should I roll with that Littner system? I hope I'm saying that right. Lightner or Littner? I know you're talking about the, the rack system. Yeah. Above that. Um, I mean, you're you're into the you you like that kind of Baja Maj- vibe, yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I'm going smart cap all day, every day, <clears throat> with the integrated kitchen, and then I'm throwing a freaking. I don't need a kitchenette, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a house, Josh. I do. I do. I, I know you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know you do. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for me, I try to travel light. And here's here's where I'm pissed. We've done nothing to the Tundra or the, the Tacoma. Zero. To what Tacoma? His. Mine? Well, that's his. Yeah. We still haven't done anything to it. He's got a, a rod rack on there. The we. Yeah. What are we going to do to my truck? <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> let's back the bus up. Okay. Uh, what's yours is mine yeah oh okay. and what's mine you know what it's true. is yours <laughs> it's, it's true and what's mine is also mine but what yeah. i'm saying though is like <laughs> yeah the tacomas are a perfect platform and they make every accessory known on the planet for a tacoma for sure. i want everyone to yeah. know that like whatever stereotypes you have of fly fishermen uh grayson checks a couple of those boxes with a subi and a tacoma yeah, so. I have to drive a smaller vehicle so my wife can fit her giant one in the garage, and I can still garage it. But here's the deal, though. Did you I, get rid of the Subi? You, you, yeah, you know, yeah. No Subs anymore? Sold, yeah, I sold that. We're yeah, all Toyotas. You upgraded. Stop yeah. Stop deflecting. No, oh, yes. What I'm saying is... What are we going to do to the Tacoma? Uh, You need a deck system for one. Did they make one for the short bed? Like they that? do. Yes, do they, they do. That would be really nice, man. I carry a lot of fly box but around. And here's here's the other thing that I, I didn't do, okay? They have locks for the boxes, mm-hmm. but my bed gate locks. See, my bed gate does not. When I looked at your that video you had of your, yeah. your, your deck system, I was like, man, that'd be awesome. And I tried to picture it in the Tacoma, and I was like, well, someone just could get just the locks. Walk yeah, over. it comes with locks. No, it doesn't. I mean, you can get, well, yeah. you know what I mean. 50 upgrade, bucks. Upgrade. 50 bucks. With a lock. Yeah. Capable but, version. <clears throat> yeah. Or get a man truck, and then your man truck will have a locking. You know, I've got a lot of man trucks. (laughs) I know you do. A bunch bunch. of them. More than most human beings. Yeah. So So what I would say is um, just scrolling through, because I, of course, once you look up something on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's game on, because you're going to get You're getting inundated with it, right? Oh, no, no. It's going to be like brainwashing me. All the truck accessory stuff that I've ever looked at, like. Between the it tundras, thinks that's all you care about right now. Yeah, it, 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 like yeah. that is it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, wheels, wheels, and tires. Uh, yeah, you're getting that a lot. Every other ad is like buy three get one free, and I'm yeah. like, come on, man, come on. My but, tires are good. But okay, I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> until that day, I'm like, maybe I need some new tires. Hey, what about um, what? You know, there's that Oklahoma Adventure Trail. 
You guys heard about this trail? Like the fishing trail? That's no, an adventure man. trail? No, there's an adventure trail. It wasn't designed by the the, the state. It was designed oh, okay. by a group of like... A, Where is it at? It circumnavigates the state of Oklahoma. It's 1,600 miles. Oh, so you want to do this and film it? Because I know that's where you're going. I'm just saying, like, I haven't really... I have saying. the GPS for the map. I like, already have it. Is it 100% off-road? Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's like gravel roads and, like, county roads and then some Is there stuff. fishing opportunities along this way? So, I mean, it goes all the way down into Beaver's Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I No, listen. The, the eastern half of the Adventure Trail has lots of fishing because you're, you're going from, like, Broken Bow up through the Oklahoma Arzar- Ozarks. So, where will we oh, start? Okay. The, the interior highlands. So, you're hitting yep. all those spots, right? Okay. And then you're coming back around. Where would you start? Uh, the closest starting point is 21 miles from my front door. Which is where? North? Yeah. Okay. It's north. The closest inter- the closest way for me to intersect with the trail is about yeah, 26 miles from my house. And this, this trail right. stays completely public all uh-huh. the way. Yeah. And off-road. Yeah, it was designed by, like, adventure motorcyclists. Okay. So it's two-track, not sing- – it's two-track. You can fit a car on it. Okay, can you fit my truck on it or mm-hmm. your truck? My truck hard pass, I don't think. I don't know, though. I don't know. Dance is, is, is I think Dance has a wider stance. No, than his yours. is way wider than mine. So I'm more worried we'd about We'd have to bring a length. chainsaw. I think the length Clear of out some is, ways. The, is the concern. Right. And But if you had a Tacoma. Yeah. There you go. You could smash, I think, is really what I'm getting at here. <laughs> And you could mob it out. I did uh, submit a grant for a cycling film on that piece of, on that trail. 1,600 miles. That's a four-dayer. I mean, if you took your time, stop, camp. Probably a bit more than that. No. 1,600 miles. I mean, off-road, you're going to find some What are you doing? You're, you're just going? driving. You're not doing anything cool? Well, I'm saying, you okay, a week. There you go. And you're just driving all day and then like camping where you want no, to. No, like or? if you if there's something cool, like a cool landmark or a cool fishing hole or there's something. Yeah, sure. cool there's like an awesome like restaurant nearby. Yeah, or camp. Yeah. Camp. Yeah, it's rad. I like the band camp. Um, man. That sounds interesting. I'd like to get some more info on it. I have lots. I have it loaded in my uh, cycling GPS. I'm going to tear up the Tacoma already. I got to go to Utah tomorrow. What's it called? The Oklahoma Adventure Trail. It, Dan's on the Googles, people. The He's Googling it. Yeah. There it is right there to your right. See that? Uh, that map? That's, that's the goods, bro. Hmm. Known as the oat. Yeah. So it's seventy percent dirt road, thirty percent paved road route cycling, circling the state of Oklahoma. The route travels through some of the most diverse historical and scenic areas of Oklahoma. The route was developed by Oklahoma dual sport riders to be free and open to everyone. And like, there's a crew of dudes that like, I guess they maintain it and whatnot. And there used to be this forum page that you could jump on an old chat board. I don't know if the chat board exists anymore, but. Um, oh, there's the map. Yeah, there's the map. Okay. The oat. The yeah, oat look crowd. at that. 
Yeah, that eastern leg looks. That's what I'm saying. That looks very fishy. Like if you jumped in like right there on the Red River and you just went right. I mean, it's just kind of like wherever it's green, there's going to be some good water in there. You get out further west where it's kind of. Well, yeah, but you could probably out. pond hop, do a little research, meet some farmers. Yeah. The oat. The oat. Smashing the oat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to cycle it, though. It's never <sighs> been cycled in its entirety. Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some info for some folks real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we get folks that come in who, um, man, I got skunked on the blue, or I got skunked on broken bow, or skunked anywhere. Yeah, it's like, man, I I went through my entire fly box. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, how's your presentation, right? Are you fishing deep enough? Okay. Because I think sometimes people get a little bit, I don't want to say hesitant. Yeah, hesitant's the right word, to throw on some split shot mm. to get to get them down a little bit deeper. Mm. So, guys, if you're having, if you're not catching any fish, okay, before you go through your Rolodex of flies, Put on some split shot and get a little bit deeper. Go okay? deep. Yeah. And chances are you might get into them, right? Now, I'm not saying that it's not your fly. But before I start going crazy and making all these, like... Fly recommendations. Yeah, all these yeah. Rash, irrational decisions on flies, right? Yeah. Like, because sure, if, right. If, Mess with your presentation. Yeah. Where mess, are you at in the water column? Yeah. Mess yeah. with your presentation. Make sure you're mending. Okay. Make sure you're mending and make sure you're you're getting deep enough. A lot of times that could be the trick. Now, if you're still not catching anything and you're still you're bumping against the bottom, you know, you're getting a little bit of salad on your fly. Okay, cool. Well, maybe you do need to change your fly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just maybe. Just, maybe. Just maybe. Okay. So there's a little little nugget for you. Yeah. They're on some nugget. split shot. Yeah. Um and and get down there. Move your bobber up some so you can you can get a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for them trout centric folks. And if you're going to if you're going to change flies, put on something heavier on the bottom. Like throw something heavy, put it on there, right? Like a big pats, a big heavy pats, or or a big heavy like twenty incher or something like that. Throw that on there. And uh, see see what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and like we talked about in a previous podcast, it's okay to get skunked. Um, I get skunked. Yeah, it, it's okay to get skunked a little bit, you know, every once in a while. But, you know, and it's all part of the learning curve too. Mm-hmm. And, and getting into the bass stuff real quick, you know, the water temperatures are still cold. Okay? The, yeah. And it's, it's heating up. Yes. It, it is heating up. So... You can't strip like you're stripping a fly from a tarpon, right? Or a redfish. Not yet. Right? No, not yet. You still got to slow and low. This it's, is Dan hitting presentation on warm water species. Yeah, First, so, figure out your water count. And your presentation on this is your retrieve speed, yeah. variations of it. And mess with that. Yeah. Look at yeah. that. Strip, strip, pause. Strip, pause. Strip, pause. I mean, yeah. play with that. Bass like to see it. Sometimes make that pause a good one Mississippi, two Mississippi, yeah. three Mississippi. Count it off. Yeah. Create that system. 
Yeah. And if you're, um, that's a, that's great, dude. Oh yeah. If you're fishing a big streamer, um, what I've noticed sometimes bass are kind of ambushy sometimes Mm -hmm. and they'll broadside a fly. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you're, you're, you're stripping something along and you give it one hard pull and that sucker flings to the left or to the right, let it hang there for a second. Exactly. You know, before you move it again, yep. like just let it fall just a touch. Yep. It's pretty much letting it drift right in front of its face, like some yeah. stunned or injured bait fish. And then, yeah. And then, and you know what? Impart some action in that fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these bass, they want to see it especially in the winter time and they're not, you're not going to move them for something that they're not interested in. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to waste a lot of energy going to get whatever you're throwing at them. So let them see it, like make it dance, make it move, whatever you got to do. And yeah, you, you can't see underwater. So we're not, you know, but what I'm saying is as you're stripping your fly along some structure or some, a bank or a cut bank or something like that, um, let it hang there for a second mm-hmm. so they can, so they can see it and it, it might surprise you and slow that retrieve down some. Yep. Um, and even this time of year, it's okay to fish some topwater stuff. Like you want to throw a big mouse pattern on, um, oh, do yeah. it. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Do it. It's you fine. never know. You might get that one fish. That's just all kinds of, there's going to get pissed off at that topwater. Dude, there's some chunks. Noise. There's some chunks that'll go get it. Yep. Yeah. There's, yep. there's some chunky monkeys that'll go get it. Yeah. So, and when you're, are you talking about just kind of largemouth right now or yeah, which bass? Not, not smallies. Smallies yeah. is a whole nother. It dude. is. Right now, the smallies, they are just kind of, they're still hanging out in their winter haunts. They might be moving out of them a little bit, but they're just kind of stacked up on the floor and in these runs and these holes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They're not doing a whole lot. You'll have some that are on the prowl. They're getting, getting brave. That, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're getting into that kind of pre-spawn um behavior and stuff but uh once it once it gets to summertime though man those things are all over the whole river system and it's just so much fun you you can crush them but yeah those of you still going out crushing some of these you know trying to stir up some of these largemouth um i would fish stuff that are heavy Mm -hmm. um and some of your suspension flies man unless you're fishing them on a versa leader or a sinking line you you want to get those flies down there because the water temps are still cold. Maybe maybe mid afternoon when the sun's high, those fish may lift a little bit. Yeah, that that brings up a good point, Dan. Like so, right now this time of year, um, I know it's it's so programmed into us as fishermen to wake up super early, hit the water mm. super early. But this time of year, you really just don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. The the better hours are probably after that sun's been on that water for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I agree. What up? Yeah, I'm not into that. Like uh, getting up real. Like you got to be taking me to a special place. We're getting up real early. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, what we're just programmed mm. to do, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I got to get up early. Yeah. And be there first on the water. Yeah. Yeah. First light. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. When you're better fishing now in the summertime, I would say yeah, because you want to get there so you can have that top water eat. Absolutely. You know, and, for- and and so you're. It's cooler when you're out, and it's actually good for you as well. So you can your body can acclimate to that heat as the heat progresses. Like you get out there and it's like 79. I mean, by it it caps out at 99, that's not going to feel as atrocious to you (laughs) as if you (laughs) walked out there at 4 PM and just started fishing from the air conditioning. So yeah. And once summertime rolls around, we'll, 
you know, we'll definitely be dropping some some uh, some more summertime stuff. Um, obviously, you know, summertime is 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 an amazing time to fish for any of the bass species, right? Yeah, and they're what all, a, they're all active. So. They're all active, and what? How amazing is Oklahoma in the opportunities we have for bass? Like all of the bass. Oh yeah, all of them. All of them, large, small, sand, white, striper. I mean, come on, and tiger bass. So they start they start stocking tiger bass up in Grand Lake. Um, oh wait, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. they're not like some weird that's going to no. grow immensely, but right. Apparently the the and Josh, if you want to, this is uh, uh, Google up the, the what they're cross with. But, yeah, it's a cross. It's a hybrid of such, right? Yeah. But supposedly they're more they're they're a little more aggressive uh-huh. on, on the fight. Yeah. So and they're supposed to be like more. Is it cold hardy or hot hardy? I can't. They're supposed to be more. I heard they're a little more tough. Okay, yeah. They're, they're just a lot more tough, hardy yeah. fish. A little, little hardier fish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so come summertime, they're all busy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all yep. busy. So uh, tiger bass is actually a registered trademark of American Sport Fish Hatchery in Montgomery, Alabama. The Bama. The Bama. And it is a uh, cross between a pure northern largemouth bass breed with a strain of Florida black bass. Okay. Yeah. So a northern largemouth, I guess, and a Florida hybrid. Is that what it is? No, just a Florida largemouth. Oh, just a regular Florida largemouth. So it's a northern and a Florida. Yeah. Haven't they been doing that for like 100 years anyway? I think so, but Oklahoma... No, no, I take that back. I think what I... There's... Large mouth, regular large mouth stocked here, and they also stock Florida strains in here. So we do. I don't think, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. I know that we do that yeah. for a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I was thinking, I wonder if those are, are, are crossbreeding naturally, anyhow. I would, I would say, say so. I would say probably so. Yeah. And they've probably been doing the, the Florida strains in Oklahoma for, I don't know, what, 20, 30 years? Probably. A long time. Yeah. yeah. So Georgia has a bass <clears throat> called that I want to I wanna fish for. A shoal bass. Yes, yes. You you told me. Well, my buddy who moved away, he he told me he's like, man, it's an awesome fish to fish for. He's like, but it is deathly hot when you fish for them. Yeah, like Georgia heat. Yep. Right. So when I went to Georgia and fished with a, a fantastic guide out there, uh, Jacob Brewster, he um, <clears throat> you know, we're fishy dudes, so we pull out our phones and we show each other pictures of fish, right? And uh, he's like, you're her shoal bass. I was like, yeah, of course, and. I was like, you guys pretty much just have those here, huh? He's like, yeah, check these out. And uh, that, it, it, they look like a small mouth as far as, like, their striations, like the the vertical striation stuff. But instead of it being a bronze, it's like a green. A greenish like, color. Like, like yeah. a large mouth. And the ones, the photos he had, these fish were massive. Yeah. And I heard I'm, they get pretty good, a, a, a good size. Yeah, he said, but. It's, uh, I said, well, you know, have you ever thought about guiding for those? He was like, man, we are really trying to protect those out yeah. here. We don't want that kind of pressure on these things out here and stuff. So, um, because it's like the only place they are, Yeah, you know, and that probably carries that, uh, that kind of, st- that pure strain of just that yeah. in it. Like, whereas here in Oklahoma, we're one of the very few places that have the Neosho smallmouth, yeah. Yeah. you know, which they're saying within a generation or two is going to be completely. There are not going to be any more clean bloods. There all be. I've caught when I my smallmouth fishing here in the state. That's been the majority of I've caught is that Neosho. Neosho. Yeah. 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 
But that shoal bass, man, I mean, it's I've seen pictures of that. And so if, if you guys want to, if you're interested, Google up shoal bass, and uh, you can see what they look like. You probably watch some videos on them. But, yeah, yeah they're in that Georgia cool. River system up there, man. But they are. My buddy was telling me it's a hot, like a high summer fishing deal. Like it's it's not comfortable. Yeah. The pictures <laughs> he was showing me, he was, he was definitely wet waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> you try to cool off. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah to, you, you were mentioning like the climate thing, uh, tolerances maybe being higher, and, and that does seem to be the deal. Um, oh, on the um, our tigers that are coming? Yeah, the, the desired F1 bass has the trophy potential of a Florida strain largemouth bass and the thermal tolerance of a northern strain largemouth bass. Hardier. There we go. Yeah. So this thing is going to be more cold hardy. Uh, because we were, yeah, yeah, particularly in Grand Lake, Mm-hmm. The so Florida good. black bass weren't reaching like trophy size, and the reason, obviously, Grand was targeted is because the love of the Bassmaster Classic has for Grand Lake, which sure. is right coming back. And apparently, within the first five years of life in the right environments, these tiger bass can exceed ten pounds in five years. By the end of five years, that's amazing. <clears throat> what's crazy is looking through that's pretty fast yeah, yeah that's that's a fast grown fish yeah it is uh yeah. you when you look at like i almost wish i mean and i love fall and winter time even though oklahoma has this weird like winter we sometimes get winter and sometimes we just have like a really extended fall all right and yeah. mild winter. i think the word you're looking for is an extended summer into um, hell has frozen over. Because <laughs> yeah. I think actually the transition you were referencing there. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. accurate. And uh, yes, in Oklahoma, we do call that fall. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if our growing season, like I wish we had the growing season of like a Mississippi or an Alabama. Right. Or, right. Just because yeah. they're. Louisiana. Stuff yeah. Like and yeah. I mean, these fish, what Josh is talking about, how these fish re- reach these like 10 pound status mm-hmm. within five years. I mean. So, and, and don't get me wrong, Oklahoma has some, I mean, if you go down the state record list, I yeah. think we've had some, a, a few 15 pounders, right? Uh, or 13, 14, 14, 14. 13, somewhere We haven't there. broke 15 yet in Oklahoma. Um, I think it was, what's it, uh, Montgomery Lake in Georgia was held the world record largemouth bass for the longest amount of time, but until the, this, these Japanese guys caught it's the new Japan, ones. Japan, yeah. 25 pounds. Um, yeah, this, George Perry, I believe was his name. And he caught it in like 1932, and it held yeah. just until, you know, the last ten years. Dude, the Japanese is doing it. They is. I Dude, mean, not only these... with their jazz or with their funk, <laughs> with their funk, you know, but they're, with, they're crushing bass. They are. So <laughs> they good. are. The um, yeah, these F ones, they're not cheap, man. Um, for one to three inches, they're a dollar fifty. But Ooh. at six to eight inches, they're six fifty a fish. Six dollars fifty cents a fish for a six to eight incher. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's well, it's got a it's got a higher chance of living. Yeah, you right. Know? So especially in grand. Yeah, I mean that's that's really what you're paying. You're paying to uh, uh you know minimize that mortality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, minimize that mortality rate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, super cool. It is. There's Super there's a cool. picture of old George Perry's world record bass. 
That's a ham, dude. I mean, oh, it's as big as that kid. It looks like it's got a donk. I know. Like a front butt. Big old giant. You, you've seen that picture a hundred times, I'm sure. That's a big bass, that's man. That's a big bass. Yeah, that's um, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a we'll put that in the notes for you people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, put that in the show you know, notes. You know, we're t- so you'll know what we're talking Make about. Make sure I said everything right. Yeah, George Perry. Da, 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 da. And uh, it's should... Montgomery Lake. Yep. Out in Georgia. Yeah, it was all dude. right. Look at this, dude. Yeah. Look at this guy. Okay, he was a 22-pound okay. four ounce. Okay. Yep. That's still a big fish. Yeah. Oh, how big did you say it was the first time? No, we were saying uh, a 25. 25 oh, well, 25. still, 22 yeah. is huge. Well, yeah. Japan has that 25-pounder. Yeah. Mm. And then the, the California right before that had that Dottie. Dottie. That, uh, Wasn't was that guy feeding her? 24, 25. Wasn't he hand-feeding her? Man, there was a bunch of weird controversy fun, uh, surrounding that fish. That fish had been caught a few times. They call her Dottie because of that... that the birthmark kind of thing, though. Yeah. Or, or was it that virus that now you saw that uh, wildlife department article? Hey, oh, where they're all spotted. And, yeah, remember? Yeah, that yeah. came out this week, or it, last which week? was crazy because you had, just caught some, right? I had just caught some largemouth with that. Yep. Yeah. So well, they're trying to do this survey. Did you see that? No, I'm gonna have to go look that up. We'll yeah. put it in the show notes. Yep. Hey, uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. What about it? I mean, they've been going there since. Oh, largemouth oh, in Mexico. Oh, yeah, it's insane. We have customers who go. Yeah. Bass fishing. Yep. But there's a dude who also owns a cigar-making company, and uh, he comes up from Mexico to go to the cigar shop next door um, to go just check and, you know, be a, be a, be a sales rep of, of his company. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's offered us to post his trips because he, that's his real job. Yeah, I mean, he's we, a bass guy to Mexico hmm. on that massive lake. No or, yeah, dude. And he has shown me, like, every time he comes up, he swings by the shop and he shows me pictures. And, like, Kevin Van Dam has a place on this lake. And, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like, all the OG bass dudes, like, come right. down there all the time. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Houston. Yeah, he's Bill got a Dance. joint down there, apparently, or something. Yeah. All them guys. Roland think, Martin, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they come down and uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, we just, that. So he, he and his, um, He's got a partner in the guide business, and he and his buddy um, just smash, and they're absolute monster freaks. Yeah, How about, and they're, it's like all year long too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're growing season. That's the growing ridiculous. season, baby. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So if you're a little bit of interest and you want to catch some donkeys, really big smallmouth, I would say the the Devil's River. Um, I mean, you would call those really big. They're good size smallmouth for our region. I mean, they're not Michigan smallmouth. Yeah, so that's where yeah, I was going. True, true. I was These going to go hit, go, so go call Schultze and go f- catch some footballs. Well, those guys are fishing. That's a different. That, they're on another level. Yeah, with their smallmouth. Yeah, but those Lakers. Jerks. I just watched jerks. a smallmouth tournament, and a guy had uh, like two eights. Ugh. Two eights. What's our, what's our Oklahoma state record smallmouth right now? Because let me Google it. the Google's. I want to say it's at about eight. That's a big fish. It's a very big smallmouth. But up you know there, how old that fish is? Up there, these fish are deep. They're fishing yeah, yeah. gear way oh, down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I want to say it's like 8.8. Just look Dude, up. you are so close. That is silly, bro. <laughs> really? It's yeah. 8? 8.7. 8.7, okay. That's yeah. a big smallie. That's a really... Who, For what, what year was that caught, Josh? That's what I'm trying to... F- the... it's All probably right, here we go. Uh, out of the upper Illinois. 
or Latonka. Latonka. Yep. Yeah, twenty three and a and an eighth length, eighteen uh, girth. That's a big fish. Cotton twenty twelve. In twenty twelve, Latonka yeah. still kicking it. Nice. Well, I guess that was like a decade ago. <laughs> well, so that's this other article I was reading was about Jeez, the smallmouth buffalo state record, broken bow lake, sixty six pounds. What? Yeah. yeah. What was this? Oh, that's the buffalo. buffalo. Yeah. yeah. So if you want a good page to follow for smallies and just actual like really cool fish porn, uh, smallmouth nation on Instagram. Yeah. yeah that's pretty rad. That's a good one. There's some massive smallmouth. Massive. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, everybody knew. I mean, we all know how big these smallmouths can get, but mm-hmm. back east, it's a different story. It's yeah. a different game, dude. Those yeah, guys are catching some massive smallmouth. Hey, man, yeah. just breeding them out there, dude. Those Ooh. things are that deep water. Yep. It's that deep water. Yep. Like, I know you're aware of this, and we've probably talked about this. Hold on. How does he see? Bless you. you. Sorry, Bless folks. Um, that. And maybe it's just seeing the number on paper that is so gaspingly crazy to me. 254 pounds and 12 ounces. That is the alligator gar state record for Oklahoma. 254 pounds? Red River. 254 pounds, 12 ounces, 97 and three quarters inches long. Is that eight footer? 97. 97, almost so, 98 inches long. I'm going to throw that at 98 divided by the, That is an 8-foot point yeah. one. It's an 8-footer. Yeah. <laughs> Came out of Texoma in 2015. Texoma, that so ago. that thing was hanging out in the Red River. Not that long And ago. doing its thing and moving about. So <clears throat> I keep telling people. There's also an eel state record. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. the lower Illinois. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So when we talk Five about. pounds. Yeah. You know, we were we were talking nice. about like these crazy like giant fish. Uh-huh. Two hundred and fifty four pounds qualifies. Josh I had seen it before and he reminded he sent he probably sent it to you too. That nine hundred pound marlin. The blue marlin, yeah. That was just, just he goes and the caption was like, <laughs> if you've never seen a nine hundred pound marlin, well here's you, one. You have now. <laughs> you have now? Yeah. That's a Yeah, I sent that to tuna yeah. I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that lady caught by herself at night. What? I haven't seen this one. Send that to him. Yeah, make sure Dude, I get that. That was wild. So tarpon, right? Yeah. We all know they get big. Yes. But on the west coast of Africa. That's where the big daddies live. Yeah. That's where the dinosaurs roam. Yeah. That's where <laughs> the land it's the land yeah. before time. Just like yeah. in Patagonia, the big rainbows out of uh Jurassic. Right. Oh. It's getting Jurassic up in there. What do you got, Josh? <laughs> Who did that? Drew. So Yeah. There's some some big old fish. <laughs> so uh, it's beautiful, Jack. <laughs> Such a good artist. So a customer comes in and we're talking about these tarpon. And he goes He goes, Hey Dan, what do you um what do you think about um uh, these jungle tarpon. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, let me tell you something. I have no frame of reference 
for these fish Mm -hmm. other than what I've seen on like the interwebs. Right. Same. And I said, I think they're probably one of the most beautiful tarpon I've ever seen. Those fish that are catching in Nicaragua and, Mm -hmm. you know, up in the river system when they migrate up and he's like, they're big. Yeah. And And they're in a jungle river. Yeah. Talk about getting your butt. Yeah. And I think more and more people, and, and I, I'm, I'm not up on that game. Right. Mm-hmm. I just watched the, the, the very first time I seen like dudes up in the river system catching tarpon was, I think it was like Jeremy Wade, that episode of yeah, yeah, uh, the river monsters, river monsters. Yeah. He's in that kick boat, yep. you know, kicking around mm-hmm. that tarpons dragging him up and down the river. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. And then slowly, but surely more. And I, I want to say like, they're keeping that pretty low key. Like I don't, I don't know how Man, I'm many. I'm starting to see some stuff on the Instagram with some fly anglers. Yeah, sticking I, them in the jungle. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's. Um, and and the someone big ones. correct me if I'm wrong. I I don't just see a ton of people posting about that. Right. Well, I, <laughs> number one, it's hard to get out there. I mean, that's a lot of money to get out there and sure. and, and, and and be in that kind of super situation. remote. Yeah, super remote. Um, number two, you. You're gonna get you. You're gonna get your ass whooped. Yeah, yeah. by a tarpon that's that close to trees and mangroves <laughs> and just jungle stuff. Yeah. You can get your ass whooped, man. No, and I mean that, that sounds fun. It it looks absolutely epic. Yep. Um, I can find that one video. That and the tiger fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of talked about that a couple episodes ago about tiger fish in Africa. I didn't realize how big those things were. Like they get like three, four footers. I mean, they're they're that's a big fish. Yes, they're they the get, real deal. Yeah, they get yeah. big. That's a, not a small fish. Yeah, they it? get they get pretty big. One. You know, I read a funny thing that said we do not know all the fish species in the Nile. Like man, yeah. Science does not know all the species. Yeah, because thing. what they said was there's certain fish species that are um, on this beat of the river. On yeah, and on not that beat exactly. Yeah. And just then, like their own ecosystem. Yeah, and yeah. then you get in the middle, like where the big fast water is. There's yeah. like we we have no idea those fish could yeah mingle and do their thing, and and we got all these different species, but um. The nine. That's a massive river system. The freaking Nile. That's the real dude. deal. It yeah. is the real deal. Yeah. What about the Nile perch? That's what I'm talking about. Has anybody ever perch? stuck a fly in a Nile perch, Josh? I haven't, but yes, people have. Um, La- Lake Victoria was what I was reading about before when I saw these giant, these pictures of these giant Nile perch. Oh, okay. Um, no. Now, obviously, I think you can. That's that's Africa, yeah, Lake Victoria, but. I don't, I don't, I haven't heard of anybody sticking a fly in one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got, I got yeah. a few videos right here, but uh, the African angler, um, they actually guide trips for them on the fly. Oh, Hey, if you guys are interested in going to catch a 200 pound Nile perch or 300 pound, I don't know how much they, I don't know how big they get, but the pictures I've seen were kind of some old big. grainy pictures that, you know, I kind of want to stick one of those machines, the golden machines. Yeah, in India, yeah, yeah. those yeah. those will look dope. I mean, it's like those. Uh, Is it kind of carpy? It's very carpy in its uh, scales. You know, it's very carpy like. 
Is it is it scaled up like a like a sturgeon? Yeah. I don't oh know. no, it's more carpy. It's more carpy. I don't think they're like armor no, style. No, that's it's yeah, that's kind of carpy. Very carpy. <laughs> the carpy fellow. It looks like it's got a very. I don't know. He's always got a fly in his mouth. It's kind of hard to understand. It's dentition. Oh, I don't know. That's very. It's kind of a snooky looking mouth. Oh, you're right. It is like a snooky looking mouth. Yeah, at least in this photo. Is that a Nile perch? Yeah. 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 Oh, they're not as big as I thought. I, I've seen pictures where they were just like massive. Well, those I people think, could like small. The, isn't there like the white one and the black one where like the black one's got that real big hump back? Or am I just? Oh. I'm like, yeah. am I? No, I'm, I might be speaking. I tell you what was cool that. that those videos I sent you, I told you to go look up from the Geobass dudes. Oh, Jay Johnson and those guys were in Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea with f- custom made 14 weights, getting them broken into destroyed, exploding. There we go. That's it. Um, that's those. a, is that the black Nile perch? I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you that that is uh, photos from the African angler. Um, okay. From their site. So, guys, so check out the African Angler. Also, what Dan was, it's the Geobass guys. And he shared this, he made sure, he gave me all the keywords to look up this video. And it is, um, it is super cool, man. These guys are in this jungle, rivers, targeting the black bass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I know. That's I, I don't know. Every Oki is like, oh, it's a black bush. It's just it's a large mouth, right? No, no, these aren't large. Mouth. No, this this is a, a extremely powerful fish. They are a bass. They they are in the bass family. Yeah, um, you're not lipping these things. No, they got they got fangs. They got, got twofers. Yeah, they got twofers. Yep. So the geo bass. I'm sure if if you guys don't know, you can go on YouTube, look up geo bass. I believe there's a couple seasons for it. I, I want to say they ran it on Discovery Channel. Um, it was really cool because they just went around the world chasing different bass species. It was just movies. It, it aired for a sh- very short period of time on Animal Planet. Animal Planet. There um, you go. They, oh, okay. They were and trying it, to get a, and it was called Geofish. Was um, Geofish the show? The show it, then. And what was cool about it? Pa- the Papuan black bass. The, mm-hmm. the Papua. They went twice. So there's two. There's two. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and we're, we're showing each other pictures of these. Uh, for what it's worth, they the way they describe this fish, it's the strongest, one of the strongest freshwater fish, pound for pound. Yeah, is what this fish is. I mean, they had custom fourteen weights or fifteen weights. They had custom fly lines built. Yeah, um, essentially stuffing another fly line in another fly line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say they were using a hundred pound mono. I think so. Um, straight to the fly, straight piece. Um, and it was getting destroyed. Yep, it was breaking all their stuff, man. Yeah. Breaking rods. Uh, yep. and, and the river itself. I mean, these guys went through some stuff, man. Oh, they it's had the portage awesome video. Remember them portaging? And then I want to say they had to like give up an offering to like one of the uh, tribesmen, a uh, tribe tribal leaders yeah. all along the river. Yeah. And just up to maybe a few years ago, the they outlawed the freaking um, what's it called? The cannibalism. The tribes that are they, they're, they're, that uh, fight yeah. over there in uh, Papua yeah. New Guinea. Yeah. Uh, um, so along the way, they had to like you know because you see one of them, they're like giving like coloring books and stuff to this this tribe, you know, mm-hmm. just to give them a pass to get down the river. Mm-hmm. But hey. Adventures. That's what makes them fun, right? That's right. I mean, so it was super what's, cool. Um, 
What's everyone's next Oklahoma fishing adventure? Uh, I'm actually going to start stirring up some largemouth, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it and sounds fun. Ditch pickle time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start stirring them up, and um, I got some flies I want to test out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're kind of in that weird time where we're about to have that breakover period where it jumps back. From, you know, we'll have a week where it's cold and a week where it's warm before it yep. gets consistent, you know? Yes, yes. And so um, – so we'll get start to get those bass moving around. I probably won't start smallie fishing until it's like consistently warm. Yeah, I know. Like hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, like June. Yeah. Now and, largemouth. And then you gotta wait for the water to go down <laughs> so you yeah. can fish the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now largemouth, that's a different story. Even stripers and hybrids, you know, we can still chase those. But yeah. um so that's kinda on my that's on my radar right now is mm-hmm. some some fly R and D testing out some flies. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh I want to focus on uh, just some lakes around here, um, some hybrids and some sandies. Um, just so you know, I, I saw your spot today. Oh, did you? But I did not have a rod in my truck, and I was kicking myself in the Oh, back. yeah. That's These, where, that spot. That's where Frank the Tank hangs. Oof. Yeah. I didn't even drive over there. I, I'm just, I was getting off the, uh-huh. the stuff I-40, and I looked. I was like, this is where me and Grayson was looking, right? I was like. Yeah, yeah. And where you're talking about, that's not even, that's less than 150 yards mm-hmm. from the construction site to yep. uh-huh. cross the street. Yep. He's just going to give your spot away right yep, now. Yeah, that's what he's doing. No, because yep. they still don't know where I'm talking about. Uh, you've said enough keyboards. They know where you're yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> this is Oklahoma. Sure. There's it's construction okay. everywhere. Yeah, it's okay. Um, We're not giving that one away. Uh, you know, hey, Frank Tank might take you out anyway, so. Listen, proceed with caution. He's the guard guard dog out yeah. there. Yeah, guard. And yeah. I I saw your other landmark over there, and I was like, oh, that's exactly. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Uh, I'd say this week, like for my weekday fishing, I'm gonna mess with these uh, local lakes and stuff on uh, hybrids and sandies. And then, man, this weekend I'm going there tomorrow. Good. I think this weekend I've got a few days to fish. Nice. Yeah. I don't think I have any responsibilities this weekend. I think I need to converse with the wife. Yeah, but. for sure. Listen, I'm going there. Do it. Do your thing. Yeah. Get you, your waiters. You need to, you need waiters. You don't need them. I mean, to access like the money pool. Yeah. You don't. No, I have to bring them anyway. Yeah. You, just cause just to feel like you're doing it. So I found another. Can you fly a drone? Too. Yeah. I can, uh, I found a couple other holes a little further down too that are, but he's not going to tell you because pretty nice. No, because we're going to take the, the drone out. Yeah. Oh man, let's t- come on, Josh. I, he's going to, to Utah Salt tomorrow morning. Uh, how long are you there? A week. Ah. Okay. Till Saturday. Yep. Yep. We we need to get the drone and go over there. And it's been like mm-hmm. puking snow, so I yeah. was originally I was like, ah, you know what? I think like because. Tuesday night, I don't really have anything. Wednesday night, I do. Thursday night, I do. But Friday, I don't. And I fly out on Saturday. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I think I'm going to bring my rod and run over and jump on the Provo or something. There you go. But. Hey, make sure to take a picture of you with a fish. That, that <laughs> doesn't happen. Right, it is now my life's mission to take a picture. Well, I can hook Josh you up with, with some fish. folks out there if you want to go fish. Yeah, I'm just going to see what the weather's like. It's been gross the last couple of days, so. Yeah, I think that's moving out now, though. I so, don't know. 
Do, you, do trout no. even know when it's gross? Now I'm not worried about them. <laughs> don't it's think so. My own personal <laughs> comfort. Yeah. Level of like, no, nah, I'm good. And you don't. I yeah. mean, you have waiters. Yes. But you but don't want to. You know, he's not, not a child. Flying, yeah, I'm not a child. <laughs> but I'm not flying waiters out for a work trip. You know. No, I get it. Yeah. Why? I just need to. Sh- well, because this time I don't have to bring that much. Like it'd be one thing if I had to bring all my production equipment and yeah. like. Because then I'm checking a bag anyways, and yeah, I'll just yeah. be like, oh, whatever. I'll just check it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, so, I'm, right now I'm flying one bag, you know? Flying you one bag situation. Light, Are you checking? Are you checking a bag? Mm-mm. I love that. Uh, just get off the plane and go. So what yeah. do you, you got a week's worth of week's worth of undies and some pants and one bag? Some socks? Yeah. Okay. I got yeah. enough workout clothes to fit in some runs while I'm there. Probably do a load of laundry when you're there if you need hey, to. I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna put something. Needed. I'm gonna yeah. put something out there, and and I'm I am I'm, I'm married. I I need <laughs> I need to tell you guys this. Um, I'm not ashamed to 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 drop something that I like. Okay. So for the men, what so undi- the, what undies are you about to tell us about? So I wore sacks for a long time. You can go ahead and say I it. I'm a, I'm a boozy boozy underwear wearer guy, right? Yeah, we're not busting chops. Shinesty. Shinesty. Is that another brand of them? They have a ball hammock. Very well, yeah, similar. But, but just like Saks. But, dude, Saks is, is the OG. Uh-huh. I like Shinesty because they have, like, funny little things on them. <laughs> Patterns and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it it's debauchery. <laughs> Trust At me. its finest. At its finest. But. Bedazzled shinery. Here's what I'll tell you. Yeah. Um. You need a pair. Okay. I have a, a monthly subscription. We are not sponsored by Shiny or associated with them at all. No. Uh, <laughs> Trademark by Women <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, that it's a good, it's a good. Uh, you like them. Moisture wicking, the whole nine. The good stuff. Yeah. Everything so you want. Josh, mm-hmm. you know, he's, I mean, he's got a proverbial coat going all mm-hmm. year. <laughs> I'm hot right now. I know. Right? See? Yeah, and it's not even hot today. Today was nice, but it was yeah. it's not hot. No, it definitely wasn't hot. I'm wearing a shirt. I can only I'm imagine a perforated shirt. I can only imagine how swampy your waiters get. Oh, this why I don't wear them. <laughs> I can Straight only up. imagine. Like it has to be so unbelievably cold outside. Ew. For me to put waiters. Are you like on. you see so you're the furnace. You're one yeah. of those guys. You're yeah. the furnace. Yeah. 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 I've got a I mean, I, you know, when I was a guide in the Rockies, I started wet waiting in May. That's ridiculous. Nope. It's, yeah. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm going to lose some toes. It would be like six degrees outside in the mornings. I go walk my dog with the t shirt on. Yeah. yeah but when, this okay. Guy's a polar bear. It's like me being, I, like, I was acclimated to Utah. I mean, we wore hoodies most of the time. Yeah, and yeah. now it's like 40 outside. And like a little windy, and I'm like, man, I need a jacket. I know. Yeah. You know? Let me bundle up. Yeah. yeah. Well, nipping. I'm out like, man, here. my feet, to... my feet or hands are cold. I have to have started developing this vascular thing, though. My mom has it. I can't remember what it's called now, but anyways, like your fingers and toes will go white. Mm. It's an abnormal constriction of the oh. capillaries in your sure, extremities. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And like this winter, for the first time, that happened to me. He like, Struck you. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm all. It doesn't feel great yeah. because you, they go numb and right weird tingly stuff. It's probably it's a little frustrating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now I'm is like, that like a almost a fibromyalgia thing? I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, I'm not that worried about it, you know, clearly. Then but, maybe uh, you need to be in some cold water. I heard that. I, well, I listened to this thing. Well, I just started going to a new gym, and uh, the owner of the gym, uh, he built a plunge tank. Uh, uh, uh-huh. What was cool, though, how he built his, because he's all like a smart guy, it's not like ice. He, like, runs it through a refrigerator, like... Circulated water. Yeah. 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 Cold. So you just, like, turn it on, you know, 15 minutes or whatever before you want to get in. So it's like a, a, a freezing cold trout river. Yeah. <laughs> when you yeah. fall in there, that's what it feels like. It's, his isn't crazy. It's 40. Yeah, that's, oh. that's cold. <laughs> uh, that's, that's cold. My refrigerator is at 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 40. My apples right? are at 40. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, but uh, then, like, you just... You need to call Joe. You want to call Joe? Yeah, let's call Joe. Um, maybe next time. Well, we got ten minutes. We got we, we got something. We got ten minutes. We got some. You know Joe though, so hey, I'm gonna just put this out there. What's what? the over under on Joe answering the phone? Uh, he, I I'm not worried about him answering. I'm worried about like what what could be said. Okay, hold on. Uh, here we go. Get some volume in here. Let's call Joe real quick for a hot call minute. Joe. Yeah. Call we Joe. are awesome. Yeah. We're some buttheads calling people on our flight <laughs> podcast. <laughs> they don't even know. Oh, he's not even going to answer. No, he's nah. not. I got another guy we can call. Let's call him. I know who will answer. Let's call him Chris King. Our boy Red will answer. You think? Hey, he, you, you know, he did. Lynch with Town and Country. All right. Let's say here. Let's call Red. I, I did miss a call from him because I called him. And then call me back. This may go beyond one thirty. If Red answers, yeah, it's <laughs> so going to be on. It, you might have to break it up to a two part. He thinks he thinks he's he wants to come on the podcast anyway. So if he answers right now, it'll be interesting. My wife's going to be super pumped because I'm not going to go home till way late today. What time is it? Uh, seven thirty, maybe seven He ain't answering. He would have already answered. Yeah. He'll answer you. You call. No, there's no guarantee of that. Yeah. We have to at least dial up one person. Per episode. <laughs> He's called you. What? Oh. He just called me? No. Yo. Yo, you, we, just, <laughs> we just randomly called you on our podcast. You're like actually on the podcast right now. I literally just walked out of a fucking Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> trying to call you, Red. Oh, yeah, I was about to call him back. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting right next to me. Yeah. We, had so a few, we had a few minutes, Red, and we was like, you know what? We need to test out this phone deal on this thing, so we called you. I got you. Hold on. Let me grab my margarita first. Yeah, that's a good call. Atta boy. That's a good call. Hold on. Hey, y'all pay for my pay for my spot. Even better. Dude dude win dude wins a fishing tournament and he's like, Y'all guys, like someone pick up my tab. I gotta get on a podcast. <laughs> y'all y'all got this, right? I dropped my I dropped my credit card down, boys. Be easy. Be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Calm, it Calm it down. I don't think I'm somebody special, okay? We know that, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I try to call Grayson during normal business hours. He doesn't answer. He's got to call me during dinner hours, you know? Oh, yeah. He, 
You got to reach his secretary in order to get a hold of him. Oh, gosh. Right now, what the hell is going on? Yeah, we're just, we're, man, we're, we're calling, chatting with people about what their next fishing adventure is. Yeah, we well, went through it. You're supposed to give me a disclaimer before you start recording my voice. Y'all know that? Y'all can get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you've met all three of us, and I don't think an arrest record is a far stretch. You guys stretch are for... breaking laws. You, you, you don't even got a permit to do this show? <laughs> Listen, man, we, we, we paid for some stuff. We got licenses. Yeah, oh, we're highly insured, too. I got a driver's license. That's <laughs> Yeah. I got, an Arkansas, I got an Arkansas fishing license. I got a spray license. And a Louisiana Good. fishing license, too. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what I got. I wish you could see a picture of this. I got a fly in my margarita. What? Take a pic, send it yes. to us. We'll put it in the show notes for the listeners to check out. Like a real fly or like uh, you just got a fishing fly in there or like the uh, the modern household fly. I see what you did with that. I see what you did with that. That's yeah, a modern podcast oh, fly. See? Look at that. So, oh. You guys, are, you bastards are cheap. Full circle. <laughs> They're so God. cheap, Red. <laughs> if you look closely, that's not salt, buddy. Nice. That's that Louisiana <laughs> special. <laughs> What you doing? you what in bat you in Baton? I'm in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I'm yeah. hanging out. Nice. nice. Oh, that's good. That's good. When are you going fishing again? Uh, I'll be fishing Wednesday and Thursday. I got uh, I got guys coming in, but I got wind and rain coming in, so we're gonna have to find something to do. Well, okay. man, we we wanted to just give you a couple of minutes to uh, yeah, that's that's a fly. Uh, looks like a fruit fly though, because that's of the smaller variety. Um, uh, give, give you a chance to uh, a little introduction to yourself since we're uh, about to have you come on here shortly and talk about, uh, Louisiana and your upbringing and, uh, your profession as a guide and, uh, your, your passions for conservation. And I mean, you don't have to do that shit now. No, no, don't do that now. <laughs> That's a whole nother I episode. To, I mean, I got it. I got it right now. <laughs> and you're a couple of marks deep. Dude's, I mean, dude's like feeling of, it. Yeah, I've, you know, my shoulders are relaxed, but a little, I mean, fuck, a little bit of heads up. Would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Hey, I'm going to just tell the folks, like, if you're, if you're going to go Venice red fishing. If you're going to go red fishing at all. This is... It's your dude. This is who I would go with. Yeah. Unless you don't want to have a good time and then you can go with somebody else, but right. That's on well, you. Well, I appreciate that boys, but, uh, I'm nothing but a product of a bunch of good old boys and, uh, very qualified captains that come before me and taught me the right way. And well, of course, I mean, right. I'm good. I'm good at what I do, but where I come from, there's a hierarchy of respect of, uh, how I got where I'm at, and that's just the truth. You know, I'm a good fisherman, but I put my time in and paid my dues in front of a bunch of old guys, including my dad, who's uh, shown me the way not only just to handle myself, but to handle Mother Nature and to handle the conditions you're given that day and to be the, you know, be the best captain I could possibly be. And, and I appreciate you boys seeing kind of what all that knowledge has developed, you know, personally into myself. And at the same time, I love doing what I do. You know, and, you know, being good at what you do is one thing and loving what you do is another thing. And to have that respected and appreciated by others like you're talking about right now is is why I do what I do. So I, I, I thank you guys. But, yeah. well, I don't know if there's any uh, better way to segue, folks. Keep your ears to the uh, podcast waves because uh, our boy Red is going to be jumping on Captain Michael Fournette here uh, soon to do a deep dive into Louisiana 
his upbringing in the Venice Marina and his lifelong passion for the ocean. So outdoors. We're going to let our boy get back to some margaritas and his friends. But, uh, Red, we always appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. I will uh, can't wait to get on a podcast and shoot the shit with you boys and tell the truth and uh, lay it down for the guys that want to come uh, come see me in Venice and catch a couple of these redfish themselves. Thanks, big dog. Hi, brother. Looking forward to it. Hey, if you're down in Texas in the coming months, swing down, check red on the Elite Fishing Series Tournament. Uh, which is a wonderful red fishing uh, series. It's a kind of revamp of the old ESPN Redfish Cup. He uh, won the last tour stop uh, in a heck of a fashion in some pretty brutal conditions, but uh, they've got a stop in Kima, Texas in May, and then they've got a stop in Port Arthur in July. I think uh, Grayson and I and Dan maybe making our way southernly uh, to one of those stops to go see Red and Give him a check five. in on that uh, Redfish Cup series. but Or, sorry, Elite Fishing Series. But uh, I don't know what y'all, but that sounds like a wonderful place to drink. <laughs> it does <laughs> in indeed. In Kima or Port Arthur. <laughs> it does indeed. We can, we can get our celebratory... Uh, Two half gallon jug of crown. Jug of crown. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that's just a vintage. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get the same price. You have the $26 handle of it, crown. That was what crazy. we did was we paid it forward because we left it there. We did. We so did. whoever else comes up, they got a half full, half full ball of gallon jug of crown they can yep. go drink. Yep. I dig it. Well, gents. <laughs> yeah. I got to get home. Same. I got to get packed to get to my booty to. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah, and uh, and uh, educate some people about the soak zone. You know? Oh my God! Just stop. It. <laughs> well, are you, are you yeah. gonna? How are we getting out of here? Are we doing? Are we gonna do the the Japanese jazz? Ooh. Oh, some funk, or we're we gonna roll with your? Uh, yeah, let's go with sea shanties. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's roll. Well, out. we did. You know, we ended it with red. You know, yeah. And, uh, let's get out to the sea. Oh, he's yeah. with he's with the old two jacks. Is he? Oh, two jack? No, he's not. Oh. Come on, dudes, man. Yeah, man, Roll those guys along. are so fun, man. He's such a such a good. You know, what? I'm thinking we <laughs> may listen. We may have to make a trip just just to go. Yeah, well, he, Red just bought a house, so just a rando trip. Yeah, we can just go break that thing in. <laughs> Let's just go visit him. Folks, give high fives. Thank you, as always, for listening. We're just silly dudes talking about fishing. Hope to see you out on the river. Get out. Have fun. Enjoy what you got. Peace. Keep it tight. Keep it wet. Glory on the ocean. So I shut my mind on women. Forgot the sturdy hips. And yet I stuffed my pockets by playing on their lips.